Hello, and thank you for listening to the New York City Schools podcast. This is the ninth episode and our final show for the 2013-14 school year. My name is Seth Roy, Community Outreach Coordinator for the District. And this week, I'm excited to talk about two great student projects. First, you'll hear from Heritage Middle School math teacher Sandy Justice about her class project modeled after Google's Genius Hour, as well as a few of her students talking about their projects. Then toward the end of the show, you will hear from four famous people who are on exhibit in the annual Carson Elementary Wax Museum, Harry Houdini, Jackie Robinson, Neil Armstrong, and Jackie Kennedy, each portrayed by Carson Elementary 5th grade students who did reports and then dressed up and uh, gave those reports to visitors to the Wax Museum uh, earlier in May. Please subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, listen on SoundCloud, follow the district on Twitter at Newark underscore schools, and like us on Facebook. Later this month, check out our website to see the newly redesigned newarkcityschools.org. Thanks for listening. My name is Sandy Justice, and I'm an 8th grade math teacher. And uh, talking with Sandy about a recent project that uh, she had her some of her students do, uh, modeled after um, Google Genius Hour projects. Can you... I guess first explain a little bit about what the the Google Genius Hour is and then go from there. Okay. Well, um, the Google Genius Hour is something that um, Google allows its employees to spend 20% of their work week learning about anything they want to learn about. So um, a lot of their apps and ideas have come from the things that employees have come up with on their own. So they have... So there's a movement in education right now called the 20% time. And so what it revolves around is this Google's concept of allowing, if we allow students to learn about the things they're passionate about, it can only improve their learning and their love of learning, which was my goal, is to help let them see how learning can be important in their life. When you uh, you introduce the the project and then the students got to choose obviously what they were interested in. What are um, some of the topics or were you surprised by any of the topics that they chose? Anything out of the box? I was surprised by a lot of the topics that they chose. Well first of all um, some of them were just um, surprising because you never really know sometimes what's going on with a child even though you think you know. Quite a few of the students chose cancer because they have either a brother or a sister or a family member that's suffering from a a lymphoma or brain cancer. So those were, um, you know, those were sad to hear about, but also um, it gave them a chance to kind of change, turn their something that's negative into something positive to make them feel a little bit more empowered about the topic and, Mm -hmm. and what cancer is and cure rates and things like that. Um, other topics were really, really surprising. Like I had somebody do one on something called the Venus Project, which I had never even heard of, but it was something that he had heard of through YouTube. Um, and it's kind of this whole concept of changing the way that we think about work and how we could change 
problems like poverty and world wars if we would just change our mindset. And that was something I had never heard of. Um, then there was uh, somebody who did poetry, and that one was a really good one. I think you're going to talk to that student later today. Um, she did hers about different poets that have inspired her, like Robert Frost and um, Emily Dickinson, and so she researched their lives and um, is going to, and wrote her own poem based on what she had learned. Um, somebody did horse slaughtering, which was something that you know was an unusual topic for some, for, but it was a really really good presentation. She learned a lot and things that I didn't even know um, about some of the products that we give our pets contain horse meat. Um, so those are just a few that come to the top of my head. Okay. Um, and then they were given, it was sort of at the end of the year here, a couple weeks in class to, to work on the projects. And then, um, and then they also, there was a blogging component. Right. So um, it, if in a true genius hour project, the students would be given 20% of their time each week to work on to research what they want to learn about. Um, in the beginning of the year, I kind of did a guinea pig class. I tried it with a class, and then I just found like we were getting too far behind on some of the things I had to cover for um, for mathematics. So we, I just used tried to make it work for the situation that I'm in, and um, so we did this last three weeks after testing was done, and um, so they had all we have a block class so they had basically 80 minutes a day to work on their research their presentation which they used um, iPads to create so they could use iMovie they could use Prezi um, Haiku Deck um, some a couple students even chose to find their own way of presenting and they used Keynote um, which was not free so it wasn't something I could offer but um, so they, after they found all, got all their research, then they had to make a presentation. They had to do MLA citing. Um, and then they also blogged twice a week about what they had learned. So they had to tell me um, different things that they had learned that week about their topic. And then their final blog was a reflection of what they had learned, what they would change, if they could change anything about how they approached the project, and then um, what grade they think they should get what they deserve and they had to justify why they felt they should get that oh, interesting. Um, sort of after doing doing the project is it was this the first time you've tried this it was the first time I've tried it um, I guess I would say full-fledged so yeah. I started to try it in the beginning of the year right. probably around October and we did kind of a mini version I gave the students in one class the second half of their block on Fridays, they could learn about a topic, but they could research something, and then we did presentations based on that. Um, I didn't feel like they really had enough time to, to do all the research that was involved in the topics that they had picked, so um, I think it worked really well this time. So um, in a perfect world, I would do this all year long. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not sure that that's going to be possibility but but you think you might try something like this again oh yeah definitely definitely thank you thank you for thornton um eighth grader eighth grader all right tora we're uh talking about the google genius hour project you did in miss justice's class um what uh, just in in terms of the project in general what did you think about it I personally loved it. We don't get a lot of chances to 
learn about what we love to do or what we like to do. Normally it's just math or science and everything, but mm-hmm. we got to learn about something we really were interested in. Mm-hmm. And what was the topic that you chose? I did poetry. Three main poets. I did Robert Frost, Edgar Allan Poe, and Emily Dickens. Okay. And what, um, is what did you, what was the project? Did you just read a lot of their poems or? We had to do quite a bit of research on them, their lives and, um, where they died, where they were born, what they were remembered, what they were remembered for, <laughs> remembered for. Um, and at the end of it, we had to write our, I had to write my own poem. Okay. Um, had you ever worked on writing poetry before? Or? No, it was a new experience for me, but my sister, she she liked to write poetry, and I figured I liked to read hers, so I figured I'd try it. I really enjoyed it. Okay. Um, the three poets that you studied, which one was your favorite? My favorite might have been Emily Dickinson, because she was so different from everybody else. Okay. She was... Um, she was kind of a hermit. She didn't come out a lot, and she was, um, she never married, never had any kids, but she wrote a lot of poems in her house, and when she died, her families came in and discovered all these poems, and they kind of put them together. I think it'd be different like that. Uh, and then when you uh, put together your presentation, uh, what did you use? Did you use PowerPoint? Yeah, I used PowerPoint. Okay. A lot of others used Prezi, but I thought PowerPoint, you could do more with it. Okay. The experience of actually getting up in front of your fellow students, had you ever given presentations like that before? One other time when we did it at the beginning of the year. Okay. Because we did it twice. But other than that, no, but it kind of encouraged me. I'm doing my speech for graduation this year. Oh, okay. For the eighth grade mm-hmm. graduation, are you? did this help you become more confident to do to get up in front of groups and to talk? And Absolutely. I mean, I was still shy, but I liked I liked having the eyes on me. I kind of liked the attention. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, obviously, each of your classmates was also, they were also doing projects. Uh, were there any other neat projects that you, uh, that some of your friends might have done? I really liked the, my friend Geneva, um, Geneva Smith. She did songwriting. And she wrote her own song. She has a beautiful voice, but her song, she kind of put her own life experiences with it, and it was really good. Cool. All right. Thank you very much. Thank you. My name is Jared Moore. Okay. My name is Kayla Beckett. Okay. Jared, what what was your project about? Well, I didn't like, like, um, I started out with, I was in Miss Kelly's class one day, and we do an article of the week every like week. So it was one on like legalization of marijuana, and I went against it because I, I really don't support that. So that's what I did my own because I thought I had a really good discussion about that. Mm-hmm. And there was another kid doing the other side of it, and I was like, and I already picked the other side. So I was just like, well, I'll just go against him. Cause, and I wanted to build off of my stuff because I really liked it. I really liked like getting into like the economy and all that. Okay. Ooh. Uh, and, and what was your project? Um, I did mine on horse slaughter because horses, honestly to me, are the best friend you could have. Like I knew that horses were being slaughtered, and I knew it wasn't very humanely. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to express how that was happening, how horses, because it's very inhumane. Yeah. Well, those are a couple pretty heavy projects. <laughs> um, 
what uh, in researching in terms of the against legalization of marijuana what sort of research did you do did you research I, you know obviously it's legal in some states yes and then the effects on the economy and stuff like that and uh a lot of the people like the government want to like acknowledge that is because uh it boosts like tax revenue mm-hmm. and that raises a lot of money so our economy will get better but i said that it wasn't good for like health issues and it was all it would also weaken it because people would have to spend more money on health issues and they they wouldn't be more like focused because they say that it slows down your brain and it doesn't let it develop as fast mm-hmm. and someone asked me in there why didn't uh the why don't they link marijuana to death if it can really cause like cancer because i found out that it could help cancer but they also said that it contained as much like uh cancer substances like cancer causing substances Mm -hmm. than uh five regular cigarettes like smoked back to back and uh it also like it also like comforts you to use nicotine so that's why more people use like when they use marijuana they use nicotine and then somebody said that why don't they link it to the death or the severe like really severe stuff and I was like the only thing I had to say but I never remembered this I said that well I thought that it was just that it like severely hurt your health but I never thought of what I my other research and it was uh, they link it to suicidal thoughts because when you do that you go to school and you like flunk socially because people, the overachieving people, they don't want to be with people who do all that. Mm. So then you kind of like get left out, and then you know how if you're not socially popular, then you'll kind of uh, like think suicidally. Okay. So that's that's how I put it all together. Interesting. Um, and with the the horse slaughter, you know. Miss Justice brought that project up and said she was surprised to learn how many different products horse horses are in that we don't know about. Was there anything in terms of what I guess I don't know horse meat or horse product is used in that you were surprised about? Oh, I was actually pretty surprised that uh, I found out that ten percent of three slaughterhouses in the U.S gives their meat to zoos to feed our carnivores. Yeah. I was actually really surprised by that because usually zoos are all like, don't kill the animals, help the animals. And um, I did go to the zoo last weekend, but I had already um, did uh, done my presentation. And I went to my mom, I was like, should I ask if that's true or not? But it's Jack Hanna who owns the zoos. And so she's like, yeah, I doubt he'll do that because it means Jack Hanna. Uh, I found it surprising that they put it in dog food. Mm-hmm. I found out that they put it in dog food because uh, that just doesn't seem right to me. Is there, uh, through research, anything actionable or anything that you can do or that people can do to help, I guess, go against horse slaughter? Um, well, I saw was you could make like a petition and send it to the um, White House or something like that, or make a website about um, ending horse slaughter. Mm-hmm. Um, how did you, I guess, each of you, how did you give your presentations? Did you use PowerPoint, Prezi, 
Uh, I used Prezi because uh, you can really put on as many sides as you want and put on videos and pictures and uh, facts. Okay. Well, I used Prezi too, but the thing that I found hard about that was that I didn't hold as much information. So I kind of just put most of the basic information on there, and then I remembered most of it and just like spoke out from what mm-hmm. I really researched. What was, how was the experience of getting up in front of your classmates and talking about it? Um, I was a little nervous because I didn't know how people would react to mine because it's, because uh, I had a video on there and it was pretty graphic. It showed like a bunch of horse meat all over this land and it was just really bad and I didn't know how people would react and I was nervous. And, yeah. so. Well, I, I did, I did this stuff a lot. So, and the first time I did it, I was citizen of the month and I, walked up there and I shook I just shook like and you could actually see me shaking and mm-hmm. it was really bad so I looked really bad then and then I was like so then it just kind of got me used to it after I did it so many times so that time it wasn't nothing because there was only like 20 people there right. and then I was talking in front of the superintendent so I was like that that was another thing I was talking in front of him so it kind of got me used to it because there was only 20 people and I actually knew those people right cool. uh, did you when you were assigned the project and then started getting into it, um, what, I guess, what did you think about the assignment in total? Did you enjoy getting to pick your own topic? And Yeah, um, I think kids do a lot better when they can pick what they want to read or write or uh, do their project on. Because they're not just like, eh, I'm just going to throw that to the side and do it at the last minute. They want to make sure they do this right because they want people to know how they feel about that certain topic. Thank you very much. Okay, now it is time for one of my favorite uh, annual uh, projects every year at Carson Elementary. Teacher Tammy Spratt uh, takes the lead in the Carson Elementary Wax Museum, where she has students uh, choose a historical figure, either alive or dead, and do a report about them. But instead of just a, a regular kind of book report or a report that they might be used to giving the students actually dress up and then portray the person they chose during a brief skit that parents and other students in the school can come in and walk around the gym and uh, and learn about the historical figures uh, I went there earlier in May and uh, recorded uh, students uh, portraying Harry Houdini, Jackie Robinson, uh, Neil Armstrong, and Jackie Kennedy. Again, it's always one of my favorite um, activities throughout the school year, and uh, hope you enjoy it. Thank you. I was born in Hungary and moved to America with my family. In 1887, I ran away from home and moved to New York with my father. I remember when I was just a little kid, I wanted to read the book, The Memoirs of Robert Houdini. That's why I became interested in being a magician. I began practicing my tricks and got better and better. My first tricks were with coins and cards. I was finally good enough to perform in front of people. Me and my brother Theo and I performed some tricks at the World's Fair in Chicago. But let me tell you about the time I was on stage performing on January 6, 1913. I was performing one of my greatest tricks ever. It was called the Water Torture Cell. I was underwater upside down with my feet hanging out. I had to unlock from chains and escape. I invented this water cell. I also escaped from an iron milk in less than 20 seconds. I traveled all over the world doing magic tricks. 
I even flew a plane in Australia and wrote a book called A Magician Among Spirits. I am Harry Houdini, one of the most famous magicians ever. I was the only African American in the entire league and had to be brave to prove that I was as equal as the other player. I worked hard and played hard and eventually because of me the other African Americans were able to play. I am Jackie Robinson, the first black major league baseball player, and I remember today because I grew the color beer. Thank you. When we were in a fight in Houston, Texas, I'm going to tell you when John F. Kennedy was invited to participate in the parade with the governor of Texas. All of a sudden, I hear gunshots and my husband stopped over and was killed. I'm Jack Kennedy and I'm still here in the United States and I'm remember today because of my husband, John F. Kennedy. I remember when I was on the Apollo 11. We just reached the moon's surface and I was chosen to walk on the moon. So we geared up and calmly sat down from the space shuttle. And my first words were, one small step for man and one giant leap for mankind. My name is Neil Armstrong, and I'm the first man to walk on the moon. That's all. Thank you. Okay, thanks again for listening to this episode of the New York City Schools podcast. Again, this is the final show for the 2013-14 school year. I will be back in the fall. Uh, talking about all of the exciting new things going on in 2014-15, including marching band season getting underway, the new football season, introducing the new football coach, and a number of other uh, exciting things that go on with uh, the new school year. But enjoy your summer. Uh, Check back uh, to NewYorkCitySchools.org here in a week or two to see the uh, new redesign of the website that I've been working on the past couple months. And thank you very much for listening. Have a great summer. It's a great time to be a cat. Mm -hmm.